This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. A few clouds out, 32 at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It is the 13th of February, 2024. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Boy, do we have a beautiful day in store for you today. Sunshine, a high of 58. Tonight, clear, a low of 35. Sunny and 63 on Wednesday. Thursday, sunny and 66. We cloud up again on Friday with a 30% chance of rain and some gusty winds, a high around 60. But no rain in the forecast for this weekend. It will be a little cooler. High of only 46 on Saturday and 53 on Sunday. Right now, a few clouds and 32 at the KVOM studios. And let's take a moment to congratulate our employee of the day this Tuesday. It's Jessica Pope at the Conway County Detention Center. One obituary announcement this morning. Herman William Gottsponer, age 87, of Moralton, died last Tuesday, February 6th. Funeral Mass will be held at Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Moralton this morning at 10, with Father Jack Harris, Father Stephen Hart, and Deacon Steve Mallett officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Cemetery in Moralton with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.32, and let's turn to news this morning. A Perryville woman died in a single-vehicle accident Sunday morning on Highway 10 in Little Rock. According to Arkansas State Police, the accident happened around 8.30 a.m. when 28-year-old Victoria Adams was driving a Kia Forte west in the 4100 block of Highway 10 and her car began to drift toward the north shoulder and onto the grassy roadside. The accident report indicates the vehicle continued to travel west onto the roadside before striking a culvert with the front bumper. The accident was fatal to Adams. In his annual State of the City address Monday night, Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer said 2023 was a mixed year for the city of Moralton. He said there was some good economic growth, but the city made sizable investments that depleted the city's reserve funds. I sometimes am over-optimistic and want to be the first to say the city has accomplished certain things, like the city-owned Bowling Alley Skating Rink. It got open the last week of October of 2022, and it started hot. We grossed 80000 in November and 100000 in December. However, in April, it tanked. My outlook was wrong, and we had to transfer unbudgeted funds to Park and Rec from the general fund, and it ate up our reserves. It has us starting off 2024 with a low cushion. I still think the Bolinelli was a great investment, and hoarding large amounts of cash is not what we have looked at. We have, we have been about improving your quality of life. The mayor noted that the city's sales tax revenue did increase over $304,000 from 2022. He said that growth and expanded opportunities for the citizens of Moralton and surrounding communities are what he and the council have been working on for the past nine years. We've invested so much back into this great city, which is around $19 million without raising taxes. We have over $35 million in assets of buildings and equipment. When you include the the landfill acreage and the 1,200 acres of farmland, it's probably over $40 million. Having projects going and dirt turning simultaneously all over town is why we have continued growth. Mayor Lipsmeyer mentioned that over $900 million in investments have been made in the city since he took office in 2015. He promised that 2024 will be a great year with several existing projects already planned, including the eclipse on April 8th, the start of construction on a new Allied Health Sciences building at the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton, complete remodels of the Murphy USA and Love's gas stations, 
the renovation of five buildings in the heart of downtown purchased by Richard DeLuca, and a sidewalk project on Highway 95. The mayor added that he's excited about what has been accomplished as a team and what can be done in the future to make Moralton an even better place to live, work, and play. 735, a few clouds, 32 at the KVOM studios. Today's high 58 with sunshine and calm winds. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736 and with a few clouds, 32 at the KVOM studios. The Moralton City Council has agreed to appoint Kyle Roach to fill the vacant Ward 4 Position 2 seat on the council. During Monday night's regular monthly meeting, following a 10-minute executive session, the council approved the appointment of Roach to fill the position that became vacant upon the passing of council member Fred Hill in November. The term expires December 31st of 2024. Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer stated that there were five great applicants, and he's encouraged that people showed interest in the position. In other matters, from Monday's meeting, the council gave formal approval to hire an additional clerk for sewer and trash billing and approved all three readings of an ordinance modifying the sewer rates to bring all commercial customers to the current rate. A resolution to make final year-end adjustments to the 2023 budget was approved, but a resolution to amend the 2024 budget to account for the additional billing clerk and make adjustments to the fire department budget was tabled so that council members could get further clarification on the specific changes. Later in the meeting, Budget Committee Chairman Gary Cook explained the sales tax revenue for the city has seen tremendous growth in the past eight years and is off to a great start in 2024. He also said he wants the public to know that the City Council takes public safety very seriously. We budgeted for our police department in 2023 $2.67 million. You know, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of money spent, but we, we take that very seriously. And we, you know, usually we budget our police and our fire department to the fullest. We spent nearly a million dollars in our fire department last year in 2023. You know, so I mean, I just wanted to let people know that we do take our public safety very seriously and we do budget those two departments to the Other action taken by the council Monday included approval of all three readings of an ordinance to formally establish the existing rules and procedures for city council meetings. A resolution was also approved to change the wording of a resolution passed in 2023 that revoked the partisan election process for city positions. Instead of stating that candidates must now file as independent candidates, the amendment states that candidates must file as nonpartisan candidates. A resolution regarding whether voting for city council positions will be conducted at large or by ward only was tabled until the March meeting, though a lengthy discussion on the topic was held at the end of Monday night's meeting. In December, Democratic Party representatives expressed the desire for the city to revert back to ward voting for city council positions. Party Representative Ralph Williams said Monday night that he hopes council members are in agreement to make that change. This does have a desperate impact on the community and the representation and democracy itself. Um, city council should look like the city that is represented. And one way to um, prevent that or suppress that from happening 
is, I feel, in the current way that we have it now. So that's why we're really pushing to see this. It won't make a, a difference in this upcoming election, but for the future election. A few council members stated they'd be agreeable to having one position with ward voting and one with at-large voting for each ward. But clarification is needed from the Conway County Clerk's Office and the Secretary of State's Office as to what method is allowable by law and how a change can be made. The council is expected to further address the issue at next month's meeting. The Division of Arkansas Heritage is still taking nominations for the 2024 Arkansas Food Hall of Fame. Now in its eighth year, the program celebrates Arkansas's unique culinary heritage. Nominations are being accepted through February 29th at arcfoodhof.com with categories that recognize culturally significant restaurants, proprietors, and food-themed events that celebrate food heritage from every part of the state. Award finalists will be announced in May, and honorees will be inducted during a special event in September. Now 740, let's check markets with Samantha Cassidy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, stocks were mixed on Monday with the S&P 500 logging a modest decline, while the Dow gained about 120 points. The Russell 2000 small cap index outperformed today, rising about 2%. It was fairly quiet today from an economic release standpoint, with the New York Fed Consumer Expectation Survey as today's primary headline. The survey provided support to the disinflation narrative with the median inflation expectations at the three-year horizon declining from 2.6% to 2.4%, while inflation expectations were unchanged at the one- and five-year horizons. The Dow closed at 38,797 and was up 125 points. NASDAQ closed at 15,942, was down 48 points. Volume was heavy as 946 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a closer look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up $0.18 at $17.02. Bank of America was up $0.55 at $33.62. Deering Company was up $8.10 at $389.39. Energy Corporation was up $1.10 at $99.05. Under Armour was up $0.21 at $8.05. Simmons Bank was up $0.44 at $18.64. Regions Financial was up $0.46 at $18.46. Southwestern Energy was up $0.10 at $6.53. Tyson Foods was down $0.03 at $52.55. Walmart was up $1.02 at $170.30. Live Ramp was down $1.40 at $37.45. Interpublic Group was up $1.26 at $32.04. Nextera Energy was up $0.97 at $57.55. Natural gas was down $0.10 at $1.74. Precious metals were mixed. Gold was down $5.10 at $2,033.60. Silver was up $0.16 at $22.75. I am Samantha Cassidy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street in downtown Malton. 
Taking a look at our community calendar, the Atkins School Board will meet in a called session today at 4.30 p.m. in the district boardroom for a student discipline hearing. The board will have their regular session tomorrow at 5 in the district boardroom. First United Methodist Church of Moralton will hold its annual pancake supper tonight, 4.30 till 6.30. If you need more information, call 501-354-4077. The church is located on Chestnut Street in Moralton. The Moralton City Council Street Committee meets tonight at 6 at City Hall. The Moralton Knights of Columbus meets tonight at 7 at the Hall in Moralton. The next Eclipse Resource Sharing Meeting for the Retail and Other Business Committee will be held Wednesday morning at 8.30 at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce. The Hotels and Restaurant Committee will meet Thursday morning at 9 at the Chamber. And the Safety Committee will meet Thursday night at 6 at the Moralton North Fire Station. You can find the complete meeting schedule online at arkeclipse.com. The regular monthly meeting of the Moralton Depot Museum Volunteers, scheduled for Tuesday afternoon at 2.30, has been rescheduled for Wednesday afternoon at 2 at the Depot. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce will hold a ribbon cutting at the new location for Abundant Life Pregnancy Resource Center, 1306 North Oak Street, Moralton, Thursday morning at 11. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton welcomes Elizabeth Eckford, a member of the Little Rock Nine, for a free speaking appearance Thursday at noon at the Fine Arts Auditorium. The event is an observance of Black History Month and is part of the college's Talks, Thoughts, and Treats speaker series. Joining Eckford will be Dr. Sybil Jordan Hampton, a lifelong educator, social justice foot soldier, and the first three-year African-American graduate of Little Rock Central High School in 1962. Thursday's event is free and open to the public. And the Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7. Well, as you can imagine, we put a lot of effort into creating an all-local morning newscast for you. And it only makes sense to make that content available to as many people as possible. Well, that's why we launched the KVOM News Watch podcast. It's published each weekday and brought to you by Pettyjean State Bank. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it on our website, kvom.com, and you can find it on the free EAB Media app. Now 746, we've got a few clouds, 32 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on Close Up, we'll visit with Jean Fitzwater. She's with the Moralton Kiwanis Club. We'll hear what Kiwanis has got going on, including their upcoming pancake breakfast. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVOM's Newswire, Chris Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The 1A4 Senior High District Basketball Tournament tips off today in Marlton. Sacred Heart is the tournament host. All games are being played at Marlton High School's Devil Dog Arena. And the action starts at 4.30 p.m. when the Nemo Vista girls play Scranton. Nemo Vista boys play Guy Perkins at 5.45. That's followed by a girls game between... Guy Perkins and Arkansas School for the Deaf at 7 o'clock. Sacred Hearts boys wrap up the night with the game against ASD at 8.15.
Perryville's senior girls kept their season alive with a 74-23 win over Central Arkansas Christian in the first round of the 3A-5 district tournament in Dover on Monday. Perryville's boys were eliminated with a 54-36 loss to Dover. The Lady Mustangs will play Baptist Prep at 4 p.m. today. The Atkins boys team advanced in the tournament with a win over Baptist Prep. Red Devils will play Monmouth Charter at 5.30 tonight. The Atkins girls were eliminated with a 43-42 loss to Monmouth Charter on Monday. The 4A-4 district tournament in Clarksville tipped off Monday night with the Clarksville girls beating Walgren 49-41. Pottsville's girls beating Fountain Lake 53-42. And the Walgren boys beating Mina 65-57. It's boys action only tonight in that tournament. Dardanelle will play Walgren at 5.30 p.m. And Fountain Lake will take on Clarksville at 6.50 number of local teams enter postseason play ranked in the top five of their respective classifications. In this week's Arkansas Sports Media High School Basketball Poll, Marlton's girls are once again ranked number two in Class 4A behind Farmington. Marlton's boys are ranked fifth behind Farmington, Subiaco Academy, Magnolia, and Little Rock Christian. One of you's girls are ranked fourth in Class 1A behind Mammoth Spring, Norfolk, and Mark Tree. And Bigelow's boys, the defending Class 2A state champions, are ranked number one in Class 2A again this week. University of Arkansas women's team lost to Tennessee 81-55 on Monday, falling to 17-9 overall, 5-6 in the Southeastern Conference. Razorbacks returned home to face Missouri on Sunday. Former Nemo Vista standout Patrick Perry had 17 points and 8 rebounds for the Randall University men's team on Saturday, but the Saints lost to champion Christian 106-87. Ten minutes in front of 8 o'clock now on KVOM and on, on weather. Take a look at weather here. Current conditions in Marlton. Humidity is at 100%. With calm winds, barometric pressure 30.16 inches. Low temperature this morning, 28 degrees. High yesterday was 47. A year ago today, the low was 33. The high was 68. And just 8 one-hundredths of an inch of rain in the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year now is at 10.56 inches. Sunset. This evening will be at 5.50, sunrise tomorrow morning, 6.59. And forecast calls for sunny skies today. Afternoon high near 58 degrees, then clear tonight with a low around 35. Sunny and 63 on Wednesday, mid-60s again on Thursday. We'll have uh, maybe 30% chance of rain late Friday and through Friday night. That's really about the only mention of rain over the next week or so. We'll still be low 60s on Friday. A little bit cooler, though, on Saturday with a high only in the mid-40s. Right now, we have mostly clear skies at 33 degrees in Marlton, 751 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Approaching 755 now on KVOM. We're going on our close-up interview this morning by Jean Fitzwater at the Marlton Kiwanis Club. Good morning to you, Jean. Good morning, Eric. It is good to have you in with us. We uh, talked to you about 
every year around this time. This was, I guess, a little bit later than, than normal, but, yeah. but we're, we're going to be talking uh, maybe the big annual pancake breakfast the Marlton Kiwanis Club puts on. Gene's the co-chair of that uh, pancake breakfast event, but uh, since we have you, we can let you talk about other things Kiwanis has going on. It's kind of kind of what all the club is doing and what all the, the, the club does for the community here. All right. Well, we, uh, of course, we've we're going to celebrate our 100-year anniversary next February. So right. we're we're starting to plan for that. We hope to have a very big event for that. But right now, our biggest fundraiser of the year is the Pancake Breakfast. And uh, we do all kinds of things in the community with the money that we raise. We help with the backpack programs. We do scholarships for seniors in all of the schools in Conway County. And we help the local women's shelter, Angel Tree, all of those things. Just Whoever comes to us and has a need that involves families and children, we're we want to be there to help. All right, a lot of a lot of good things uh, here in the local community. Kiwanis Club does, and uh, I know the uh, pancake breakfast that is coming up this Saturday, mm -hmm. and I know for, it's been going on as long as I can remember, and <laughs> right. uh, as long as I can remember, it's been at the Sacred Heart Cafeteria, but that has changed this yes, year. Yes, it has. We uh, Sacred Heart has been wonderful to us through the year uh, but this you know in the past we've just kind of outgrown the, uh, the small cafeteria um, so Marlton High School gave us the opportunity we have a new key club out there that's just getting started and so it's a bigger venue uh, able to give us a little more space looking forward to it and of course it's with our princes again this year so you can bring your little girls dressed up in their gowns if they want to be and have a picture made with Elsa Cinderella and Snow White and uh, we look forward to that. We're also going to have Eric, uh, our t-shirts for the Eclipse mm -hmm. and glasses. Comes with a free pair of glasses. We'll have those available Saturday if anybody needs a t-shirt for the Eclipse event. All right. Yeah, you guys are selling those uh, as well. One of the members actually designed Yes, shirt, we right? did. We had one of our members that came up with the design. And, uh, and we've already sold several and had to order some more that will be in Friday. So we'll have them available for the event. Saturday. Good deal. And the breakfast Saturday is what time? 7 until 11. Okay. And uh, we've got tickets that are available for pre-sale. You'll save a dollar. The uh, adult tickets are $5 before the event. For uh, $6 at the door. Children are $3 in advance, $4 at the door. And that's ages 4 to 12. Anybody under the age 3 and under are for free. And you can see any Kiwanian, of course, you can look at our Facebook page and see who all's involved. And there's lots of people around local that you can go to. And, um, you know, just a few of them are Sherry Cody at the City Hall, Carrie Ruff, Brenda, uh, Brenda Wilson out at Kids First, Michael Tyndall at Brook Ridge. He's our president this year and doing mm -hmm. a fantastic job. Uh, just a lot of people. You can look at Facebook and tell where all we're at. Yep, there's y'all are all over town. All uh, over for town. Sure. So you can certainly find someone. And to we look at forward to it. Like yeah. like I said, this is our biggest event, so we hope to have a big crowd turnout yeah. this Saturday. It's always a good uh always a good turnout, always a good time. Really yes, delicious pancakes and, and sausage. Judge Hart will sure. be flipping pancakes with me again this yeah. year, so we're looking forward to that. Yeah, can't have it without Judge Hart. You can't sure. do it without Judge Hart. Good deal. All right. So uh, a 7 to 11 a.m. this Saturday at uh, Marlton High School Cafeteria. Annual right. pancake breakfast with princesses. That's correct. For the Marlton Kiwanis Club. And we're talking with Gene Fitzwater, 
with the uh, with the Kiwanis Club. Anything else? No, that's morning. about all. I, we're always looking for new members. We meet the first and third Thursday at uh, Colton Steakhouse at noon. Anytime you want to come out and just sit in on a meeting and see if this is something you'd like to participate in, I love civic organizations. And so I think you'd be happy doing that. So just come on out sometime and visit with us and see if you want to be a part of it. Okay. All right. We thank you so much. and look forward to breakfast this Saturday. Eugene Fitzwater with the Marlton Qantas Club joining us this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. 759 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.